What is up, all you fans out there? And what I f***ed that up. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping that. What is up, all you nerds out there in British Sweat Lumbia? And thank you for tuning in to episode 41 of the Fan Wars podcast. No relation. You guys know the drill. We are just some regular movie fans who love talking sweaty nerd content. And we hope you all enjoy listening to that sort of thing. I'm your host, Josh. And with me today is our resident supervisor of Drip, Cody, a.k.a. Bodie Williams. Bodie, what's up? Yo, what's up, you f***ing geeks? Uh, shout out to my sponsors. Uh, and by that, I mean like my AA sponsors, not uh, I don't have any <laughs> money coming in this week. So, uh, Also, you guys give me a call. I'm yeah, <laughs> not okay. Uh, <laughs> next, we got the Dark Lord of the Sith himself, David Adongo. David, what's happening? What is up? What is up? I'm excited to talk some Star Wars. Let's talk some yeah. Star Wars. Um, yeah, yeah. And not last, but also not least, we got the sleeping grizzly bear himself, Mr. Hunter Holmes. Hunter, what's up? What's up, guys? It's been a while. It has been a while. It has. I'm in. I'm in a good mood. I don't know about y'all. The Ravens won yesterday. Uh yeah, I'm in a. I'm, that's pretty much it, actually. I'm in a good mood, so yeah. You also Houston met Denzel. Denzel. Closing in on a playoff spot here within the yeah, division. Nobody so. cares about that. What's up? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Um, yeah. How are you? How have you guys been since? Uh, it's been three weeks since our last pod. How, how have y'all been doing? Uh, that I bad, huh? Job. So, yep. <laughs> so fantastic. I quit a job that I desperately needed to quit. Oh, yeah. Um, Down with capital. Started a job that I desperately needed to quit. So. <laughs> <laughs> One of our listeners is not going to enjoy that. I, I, <laughs> it's a joke, man. It's, I love the job. It's fun. <clears throat> what about the rest of you guys? How's, how have you, uh, have you been since our last episode? Uh, I've been pretty good. I've been chilling, getting uh, busy in uh, in the shop. Yesterday, I went to a barber. Excuse con, me. Get get my uh, got my education up. Hell yeah, new trimmers. Man's yeah, getting his good. knowledge up. Man's getting his you knowledge up. Is that a he does. No, yeah, I was like, wait, what? I don't know. I don't know. Do you do beers? I don't know. Yes, he does. It's $5 extra. If the, if the answer to that was no, then he needs to go back to barber school. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I need help with that. I got called Grizzly Adams yesterday, and that's not... No, uh, no. Spe- speaking through. of that, I sent David a Snapchat. First thing he says to me is, hey, uh, come through and get your beard trimmed up. Like, you david (laughs) it's looking rough miko didn't you 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 cut you cut uh hunter's hair for his wedding though didn't you well his beard his beard yeah he did he did he he couldn't fit me in to do the hair (laughs) for his wedding you told me you didn't need it (laughs) (laughs) because you couldn't do it (laughs) i cut you up now you're just lying no i no, David, no. I asked if you could do it Friday night, and you said, nah, that's too late. Uh, you can come in s- yeah. Saturday. And I was like, well, I got to get my hair cut Friday. And then you're like, ah, oh, well, you can just come in. Didn't you get married Saturday. that Saturday? You came in the day before your wedding? You was like, yo, I need a cut. I thought I got married on Sunday. I can't no, remember. You did get married on Sunday. I feel like you should know that. I no, can't. I did get married on Sunday. I can't remember uh, that wedding. Like, I graduated on Thursday. Oh yeah, that's right. You had that graduation well, I've, wedding weekend. I've never weekend. had my beard professionally done before, so I feel like I'd be looking pretty fly with a hell yeah, it's like a nice trimmed up beard. We are so off topic right now. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, now, let's this this is now a lifestyle like pod. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, we got some uh, stuff we got to talk about. Like uh, David said, we're gonna it's gonna be a Star Wars heavy. Uh, pod for but we're gonna spend the first uh (laughs) we're gonna spend the first few minutes talking some ncu stuff um a couple things happened since we last potted Uh, (laughs) um the (laughs) hawkeye tv show trailer dropped so we want to talk about that and uh we all most of us saw shang chi uh since the last pod so we want to go over that a little bit too Um, to watch shang chi 
I need to put up a poll so our listeners can guess which one of us didn't see Shang Chi. Y'all don't need to guess. You, yeah, you can. Yes, yeah, so we'll have a giveaway. You can if you can guess which of us didn't watch Shang Chi. Yeah, um, but no, let's let's jump right into it. Uh, so the Hawkeye trailer came out. It was kind of like a teaser trailer. It wasn't like a full length uh, trailer or anything like that. It was only like a minute and a half long. And it was kind of Christmas themed too. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of reminded me of Iron Man three, you know, with the Christmas theme. David, you like Iron yeah. Man three, right? Uh, <laughs> um, no, Die but Hard. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was about to say, remind me of Die Hard. That's, That's what I. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I got from it. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, so I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, is, is so it though? It's like Hawkeye. Is We're not doing this. I can't do this with you right now. We're, yeah, <laughs> but okay, uh, okay. Hawkeye will discuss this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what did you guys think about the Hawkeye trailer? I literally just watched it ten minutes ago, so let me talk about it. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, I, I think it looked real interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was cool that he's kind of facing the consequences of what he when he was Ronin yeah uh, although uh I'm, I'm wondering how it's gonna go because I mean if, if you think about like how it would be in real life mm-hmm. half people were like wiped out I don't think anybody was mad that he was killing Yakuza no <laughs> people uh, no, Yakuza is probably mad <laughs> well, I know, yeah. I'm saying I don't know if they're gonna bring in like political things into like you know people being like he can't be an Avenger because he yeah. like killed people or whatever he's hardly an avenger anyway like he's been like on call since civil war anyway but (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah no but what about the rest of you guys uh it's eh for me like i did like the action sequences for it Mm -hmm. but i feel like it's not going to really add anything to the mcu like how and I guess that's just because the other shows we've seen so far have had some overlapping impact on the MCU as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much um, Fat W's, but um, what is it? WandaVision uh, had some really, really <coughs> big impacts and so did Loki. Yep. Um, so I feel like they're starting to get in this trend where they have a show that impacts the MCU and then they don't. Then it impacts, then it doesn't. Uh, and so I'm, yeah. I'm a on the series as a whole. I, I, I do get, think I this that. is going to impact it because uh, I think it's a little fishy that it ends two days before uh, Spider Man comes out. So I, I definitely think it's going to have a little bit of a connection to Spider Man in some way. The rumor as of now is that Fisk uh, is supposed to come out in the last episode. That'd be tight. I honestly like. I don't mind them not con- I don't one of my problems with the MCU is everything has to connect with everything which I get it it's like they're it's a franchise they have a lot of continuity which I love but one of my problems with Shang-Chi we'll get into it is like that it's always has to end up connecting to the bigger picture you know I'm all right with some smaller stories that don't have to connect with everything but Bodhi what did you uh what did you think about the trailer if you watched it <laughs> even even I had a minute and a half extra time. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, so I don't know as much about the original story as you guys do, but I don't know. It didn't give us a whole lot. The Hunter said the action looked cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love me a good action Christmas movie like Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I mean, it's. I think it looks like it's gonna be entertaining. I. I think it's interesting, and I know this is kind of how a lot of the Avengers are, um, or I guess all of them probably, but it's kind of interesting to watch a superhero movie where everybody knows the superhero, like who he is. Like It's yeah. not like a secret like mask behind it and stuff like that, and I feel yeah. like that would make you a huge target, and, um, which obviously I guess he kind of is and based on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it looks like it'll be cool. It's not something I'm just absolutely dying to see, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It looks fun. Yeah, it does look fun. I like uh oh go ahead, Hunter. I was just gonna ask, when exactly is this set? Like is this set after um endgame or is this set uh, I think all no. the shows are set around after endgame. Yeah, like right after yeah. endgame, yeah. Okay. So I'm um, pretty sure they're all happening around the same time, kind kinda like how Thor, the Hulk, and Iron Man One happen at the same time. 
Um, okay. I think WandaVision and Loki are ending like at the exact same time, to be honest. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. hadn't thought about that. Yeah, no, like when, when, um, when Loki or when uh, the female uh, Sylvie, no, yeah, when Sylvie oh. stabs Kang uh, and opens up the multiverse, I think that ties in with the end of WandaVision when she's looking in the book of whatever. Um, and like and then she can hear her kids like i think that was like her hearing like the multiverse opening up i i think all that is happening like at the same time but um yeah i think this hawkeye trailer looks pretty cool uh, i like Haley steinfeld uh she was great edge of 17 um what else she, she had she voiced uh spider gwen in uh the into the spider-verse too so she's kind of familiar with the superhero stuff so i think it's cool i like her as an actress um yeah, I'm excited for it. it. Looks pretty tight. You guys got a. It looks like a fun watch. It doesn't look like the kind of thing that, like, I know we were just talking about this, but like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the kind of thing that's going to have like huge ramifications for the MCU. It kind of just seems like a fun watch. Yeah, which I, which I, I think, which I think they need actually. Yeah, like I said, I, I I enjoy the smaller stories nowadays. That that's why I liked uh, like um the the Marvel shows uh Dead uh not Deadpool uh. Fuck, uh What's the man's name? Um, uh, You're not giving us any help. <laughs> the TV show, uh, he's blind. Uh, why can I not think of his name? Daredevil. 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 I, I don't know why I was Damn. about to say Deadpool. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, that's why I like Daredevil and uh, Punisher. They were kind of smaller stories. They were in the MCU universe, but, you know, they kind of were smaller scale stories. They weren't about the end of the world, but um yeah, so I'm I'm ex- universe universe. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm excited about <laughs> it. But uh, you guys have anything else you want to add to that? Uh, last thing I'll say is just that I'm I'm with you. I think we definitely need some uh, some street level crime again. I don't think yeah. we've really had that since uh, the Netflix stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I don't think that stuff is is uh, canon anymore. So. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm uh, it doesn't always it doesn't always have to be like the universe and all other universes are in danger and you have to save it. Like that's yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool for some movies, but like eventually that old. Like yeah, yeah. It, it's it's um. I mean, in Marvel in Daredevil, they reference like Thor and Iron Man, so I think those are the same universe. But I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, what were you gonna say, Hunter? Oh, I was just gonna go on Bodie's point about. Um, it gets old after a while. You run the risk of turning into Fast and Furious franchise. It went from, <laughs> from stealing TV monitors to DVD stop. players. Yeah, boots, yeah, yeah DVD selling DVD bootleg DVD, DVD players. Yeah, <laughs> just stopping the apocalypse like five times already. Yeah, and uh, they were drag. It was drag racing. And they don't race anymore. Stealing DVD yeah, players. They don't race. <laughs> it was anymore. the whole thing. <laughs> But okay, a sub, uh, sub ten second car, and now it's yeah. like I need a car that flies through space. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about fast Spoilers. and on this pod. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah, let's get into Shang Chi. Um, yeah, let's get into Shang Chi. So, uh, all but one of us, one of us saw Shang Chi. Did uh, <laughs> saw Shang Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, I'll let you guys go first, but I just want to. I loved this movie like a lot. I thought. It was really fun. I thought there was so much culture in it. I thought uh, I loved uh, Aquafina. She was funny as hell, as usual. She's funny as any and everything she is. Um, but like, yeah, I, I I loved everything about this movie. Um, what about you guys? Uh, yeah, you know I. Oh, go ahead, David. <laughs> I hate it. I was just him. gonna say. I, for real. I was just gonna say I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I think the main reason I liked it was. I think it's the first Marvel movie in a while that didn't feel like the same kind of like cookie cutter layout of a movie. Yeah. It felt really different. Mm-hmm. And then they definitely, I think another thing too was they, they definitely took some risks. I mean, you, you, they took risks having that, and I don't care about spoilers, having that big old dragon in it. And then it and that's the only more like, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, for better or for worse, I, I respect it. You know, yeah. like they took a risk in having something like that, mm-hmm. and they made it. Uh, they made it a little more like fantasy-ish, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and then there were just some really cool moments. Like I thought I was watching like, you know, one of the old kung fu movies from the eighties. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I just respect all the risks, you yeah. know, because especially with a big Hollywood movie like that, 
these, you know, these people that make these movies or that have taken this long to make, you know, a movie, mm-hmm. uh, that's led by Asians, you know, everybody thinks it's a risk and then it goes and saves, you know, theaters and movies, you For know, real, because of how well, yeah, because of how well this movie did, Venom's getting pushed up two weeks. Yeah. You know, Spider-Man's definitely not getting pushed back. So yeah, it definitely shut up all the haters. <laughs> I, I Except really for China. <laughs> yeah. China's still hating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I really liked it. Like Dave was saying, um, they took a lot of risk. I don't care what y'all say. That dragon at the end was f-ing awesome. Yeah, um, I, liked it. I really, this movie felt like a phase one movie for me. Like if you take out Wong and all that, like yep. I feel like you could have plugged this in with what? the Iron Man <laughs> and all that. God, Bodie. Oh, <laughs> um, moving along. Uh, it really felt like a phase one movie, which Pretty much was the point of it. It's introducing. God damn it, Bodie! Mm-hmm. I can hear. I can hear. Josh, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. I'll, I'll, I'll Story's my over. Mic. <laughs> I'm like, go ahead. It just felt like a phase one movie. Like it was really supposed to. Um, is introducing a new character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they really, for any time they introduce a new character, they need to kind of follow what they did for phase one. And I feel like they did that on this one. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think you said you would put it in your top five. It would probably be in my top ten, but not top five. Yeah, yeah not I, top five for me. But. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I didn't love the ending for it. I, I know y'all said like y'all loved uh, they brought out the dragon and stuff like that. I, I liked it visually, but I just... I don't know. There's something about like every movie. It seems like the like every MCU movie, they're dealing with the end of the world. Like the stakes are the end of the world or like a thousand years of darkness or something like that. Like I thought this one was cool being like a family drama. And I thought like the ending fight could have just been like Shang-Chi versus his father. And I thought that could have settled it, you know, but Either way, I like this movie a lot. Uh, I definitely think it's one of the best ones they've done, um, regardless of like the ending or whatever. But yeah, I think there's just so much culture in this uh, in this movie. Like they there was a lot of scenes where they were speaking Chinese and like they had uh, just subtitles there. Like I love that, you know, like because that's probably like how most like households are you know it, it like households of different races and cultures and stuff like that like they're speaking broken english or they're speaking like half in their you know uh native language or something like that you know like i feel like that's and i, I feel like the mcu hasn't done that a lot but and they did in this movie like i i loved it uh the fight sequences like david said were amazing uh especially yeah. the mom um <laughs> when she was fighting uh, the father, dude, that, I was like, this is like Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, this That's is awesome. Exactly yeah. yeah, I was like, they're airbending. But uh, no, I, yeah, I loved, I loved every second of it. I thought it was, I thought uh, it was great. Wh- one thing I did think about was when they were talking, when they first were mentioning like a great evil and all this, mm-hmm. I, I pulled the Dave and I was like, Mephisto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like Mephisto. I hate him. Um, no, I thought of David when uh, old boy from Iron Man 3 showed up. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> but the, okay. even – okay, but even then, like how cool of it was of them to go back and be like – yeah, l- like they – they they had like the ten rings like the legend of the ten rings kind of in Iron Man three and they pretty much like made it a joke or whatever and he <laughs> the dude like the father took so offense to that <laughs> he went and like captured the guy and made him like a court jester <laughs> like I thought yeah, that, that was, was funny a move. yeah yeah, yeah. that's not gonna because uh, uh just real quick mm-hmm. you know like straw uh, straw man goofy or whatever from TikTok and then I forgot what the girl's name is but they they always work together I don't know like, who they, you're talking they about. Were, you know I, if you know who I, talk, who I was talking about if I showed you, but uh, uh, they're like these two really big guys on, on TikTok. And 
they were like saying that this kind of like retcons Iron Man three, mm-hmm. and it makes like the story even better. And I'm like, no, you're not gonna retcon Iron Man three for me. <laughs> like, you're not gonna make a movie ten years later and then be like, see, like the story was actually genius because now it all connects. And like blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm like, nah, nah, homie. I I think not for me. I think if you look, I know you don't like that they did. Um, like how they did uh, the Iron Man 3 uh, Mandarin and stuff. But I think it's kind of cool, like a cool take on like imperialism and how like America can make a custom made terrorist pretty much just, I mean, the vice president was in on that operation, like how they could make like a custom made terrorist just to cover up for, you know, what their own, like their own underground dealings and stuff like that. I thought that was a cool aspect. I know you don't like the bait and switch but I thought that was pretty cool. And I thought it was cool how they kind of went back and even more pushed back on that, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, on, I mean, that wasn't movie. so yeah. bad, but there was so much more with that movie. And I, I don't want to keep going about Iron Man 3. But, <laughs> I think, but, but, but the last thing I'll say about Iron Man 3 is like, that kind of sucked, but I could have forgiven that. Mm-hmm. But then they gave like Pepper powers for like five minutes. And then at the end of Iron Man, he like destroys all of his suits, even though, you know, like, and that means nothing because you know, he's coming back for the Avenger movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He and goes then, and makes more and suits. Every, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then every single one of Iron Man's, you know, it's a whole like trope now where it's like everybody's villains is, is uh, somebody that Tony Stark like sneezed on or burped on, or, like just <laughs> did something to. And like, that's all of his villains. You know? Yeah, it is. So, I can, I, those are valid complaints. I understand that. But um, yeah, I like what they did with the Mandarin and the Ten Rings in this movie. I thought it was pretty dope. I just wish it was a little bit more smaller scale and they, you know, kind of left out the whole dragon stuff and end of the world type of things. But even then, I still loved it. So um, do you guys have anything else to add on Shang-Chi? I just wanted to ask, y'all, do y'all like dragons? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> Hunter, <laughs> do you? <laughs> Anybody in here like dragons? This is like a. This is uh, this is like a (laughs) double. This is like a double joke because yeah, it's the (laughs) how yeah. (laughs) It's like a double inside joke. (laughs) I know Uh, one person here does like dragons, but can't comment on. (laughs) Can't answer questions. Yeah, that's that's mad tough. Um, But (laughs) oh, I was gonna say another funny thing. Last thing I'll say about Shang Chi is how Aquafina made fun of him for changing his name from Shang to Sean in the movie, <laughs> like oh, to yeah. hide his identity. He changed it from Shang to Sean. Like, <laughs> she was like, what the f-? <laughs> But uh, no, yeah, but I, I, I love that movie. It's definitely uh, one of my favorites. It's like that Clark done. putting on glasses. Yeah, okay, but I always made fun of that, but then I saw Zoe De Chanel without glasses and bangs, and I was like, okay, it makes sense now. Uh, actually, <laughs> it makes sense. I'm not making That's fun of that. I'm not making fun of that anymore. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Um, I've seen her without glasses. I don't think I've seen her without the bangs. Dude, you wouldn't recognize her. Like, totally different person. Um, but yeah, let's get into some uh, let's just get into some Star Wars stuff. Uh, so there's been a lot of uh, discourse uh, per usual on the uh, Star Wars worlds. A um, lot of controversy on Twitter, especially of recent. Um, so Wait, Star Wars Twitter being toxic. Yeah, yeah, a lot of toxicity going around. Uh, Marsha Lucas, uh, friend of the show. Um, <laughs> Marsha Lucas, um, she, um, George Lucas's ex-wife, uh, she made some comments recently. She had some strong words for, um, Kathleen Kennedy, who's the president of Lucasfilm and JJ Abrams. Um, a lot of strong should we words. Read the quotes or should we just let Star Wars fans? Um, uh, I, I won't read the quotes, but pretty much long story short, she, uh, is not a fan of Kathleen. Or, well, not, I wouldn't say a fan of Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, she's not a fan of the sequel trilogy. Um, she says that Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams doesn't understand Star Wars. Uh, she didn't like the Ray storyline. She didn't like the Luke storyline. Didn't really sound like she liked any storyline of the sequel. So didn't like the Han storyline. Yeah, didn't like. Yeah, did, I, she, I think it's she safe told to say to drop the pin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's safe to say she didn't like the sequels. 
And she said, Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams does not know Star Wars. I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about that. Um, but let's let's jump into a kind of open discussion um, because even Bodie, you and I were kind of talking about like the prequels versus the sequels off air um, a couple weeks ago. And we wanted to get into that too. But what what is her comments like? Let's just have an open discussion. What do you what did you guys think about the comments? Like, you agree, disagree? Thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you think? I think I kind of have to agree with her. I mean, mm-hmm. not, not not on everything, yeah, but I definitely agree with her on they they definitely didn't have a plan, not a entire plan for all three movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I don't think J.J. Abrams knows exactly what he's doing <laughs> when it comes to those characters, and yep. then definitely doesn't know what how to do a trilogy, and he's proven that time after time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I don't fully agree with, I mostly disagree with uh, her comments that she made. I, I'm i not going to comment on like Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams not knowing Star Wars or whatever, but I will push back a little bit because she, her comments she made about Rey and like them not knowing what to do with that character and them like not explaining how she got powers and stuff like that i like a hundred percent disagree with that um because it, to me it's like everybody is so concerned with whose race who raised parents were and how is she so powerful and stuff like that but who what jedi that's not a skywalker do we know how they got the force or like who their parents are like no one it's not relevant for anybody but Luke and Leia and Anakin, like that, that was it. And, and Kylo, I well, guess. Also Leia wasn't a Jedi until all of a sudden they were like, actually she was, she got trained. Here's her lightsaber. Yeah. Like, well, like, which, <laughs> so I, I never, Marsha Lucas made these comments about Ray. I don't get those comments. Like I've never understood that argument. Like how was Ray so powerful? Where did she get all this training? Like Luke blew up the Death Star, like as his first day as a Jedi. Like, like, yeah, he went and faced Vader after like two days with Yoda, and Yoda was like, "Yo, don't fucking do that." Dude. Yeah, ah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. And like, who cares? Like, did we? No one cares who Obi Wan's parents are, or who Yoda's parents are. Like, any name any Jedi ever that's not Anakin, like or Luke. Like, no one knows who their parents are. It doesn't matter. Like, they were the Force awakened in them, and they trained with it, and now they're Jedi. Like that. that no. It doesn't matter for anybody else, but that's my first thoughts of it. But what about what about you guys? Hunter, you go ahead. I'm trying to see what the whole quote was again because I honestly forgot part right, of it. Well, then I'll go uh, ahead because I'm reading it right now. Um, all right. I just read it. I said I can go ahead then. I just read it like as we were talking about it. Uh, I do have a problem with some of this. Not like some of the things she had a problem with. I also have a problem with. Like, yeah. Like, for example, killing Han, killing Luke, um, it felt like they were trying too hard to, like, bring the the story to a close, which I understand, I guess, was the point of the last you know trilogy was to kind of close out the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But they also did it – not Luke. I love The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um in the way he died, I love that. I, I, I don't have a problem with that. The yeah, she was like, thing. okay, well, I'm sorry to cut you off, but she said Luke disintegrated. That did make me LOL. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that did yeah. make me laugh, but I... I disintegrated. <laughs> but, but I do like how they did that, but yeah, go, keep going, sorry. And also, Luke, I don't want to say he wanted to die, but he was ready to die. And, yeah. um, you know, the Han... The, so the thing with Han Solo is the same thing that pissed me off about you know, the way they killed uh, um, Kylo and the way they killed Ray, And it's like, well, he's dead, but also we're going to bring him back here later. So you don't really feel like, you know what I mean? It's like, so they played yeah. both sides of it. I thought yeah. that was annoying. Um, uh, what else? The, uh, and I, <laughs> I know me and Dave were joking about this earlier. I don't want to get overly misogynistic about this. And I love <laughs> Ray as a character. She's a great character. Her storyline has some problems with it, but you know, whatever. I do agree that they kind of wanted to force a female into the lead role, which I don't have a problem with at all. 
I do wish it had some more substance to it. Not not necessarily just where she came from. Like we didn't know that, but um, I don't know. Like it was it was very clearly not very clearly, but to me that's how it felt. Like it was we really got to make some Star Wars movies about a girl. And I don't necessarily like I said I don't hate that, but I agree that's kind of what happened. Um, that's but, how it came off yeah. at least. Yeah, um, and at the same time, if that brings more fans into it, you know, like female fans, that's great. Um, but I do agree that's kind of what happened. Um, see, my, so there's no way to say that without. There's no way to say that without sounding no, like, no, no, I got you. But, the, but thing yeah. too, the thing is, we've seen it happen though, because I mean, if you look at the, you know, if you look at Rogue One, like that's such a good female character, and it's not like, oh, it does, it doesn't seem like they're checking off boxes. And then, you know, yeah. of course, uh, of course, Ahsoka. I mean, Ahsoka started off as like the most hated characters by like the fandom. One of the most yeah, hated she characters wasn't by great the fandom when she when started the, off when, <laughs> when the when the initial movie came out. Yeah. And now she's like one of the most loved characters ever. Yeah. You know, and then I know I can't remember her name, but uh, the character from the game. Uh, I didn't first see yeah, yeah, she was. Oh man, that storyline was so good. Yeah, she, you, yeah, you, she, that one was good. she goes from a uh, yeah when she goes from a trooper to a rebel. Yeah. So it's like we've seen it happen, and we've seen a good written movie about a female. And I think, I think Ray's was like pretty decent up until the last movie. Yeah, like I think the last movie could have definitely given her a better arc because I, I thought her, I thought her her character development from one to two. Especially in the Last Jedi, was really good. Yeah, to and me, that's the where the substance movie, comes from. Yeah, yeah. And then in the third one, it's just like she has Force lightning now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Can speak. Yeah, <laughs> she and can rip up, the, she can rip a player of a, a starship out of the sky. Like, yeah, but Bodhi mentioned substance. Like he went. That's to me. <clears throat> that's to me where the substance came from in the Last Jedi with Rey is where she figures out that like. It doesn't matter where she comes from. You know, like Luke says, like, <laughs> she's like, I'm from nowhere. And he's like, no one's from nowhere. And she's like, Jack, okay, that's pretty much nowhere. Yeah, yeah like okay, she, she yeah, she's nobody from nowhere, but it doesn't matter, you know, where you're from. You know, it, it, the force is very similar, similar to like, um, it, it's had very similar themes to like the Bible and the force moves in mysterious ways. and it awakened itself in her and you know it doesn't matter who she's from unlike kylo you know you don't have to be from some rich bloodline you know um you, you can it can be from anyone that's where the substance came from and it's in the last right. jedi when she realizes that but like david said and to add to that like in the last jedi especially and um the force awakens mm -hmm. it's like whenever she does use the force it's like passively and when she really has to and it's like when she's really focused on something and and it's uh, like you know, not the, it's not shooting lightning randomly out of the air like the yeah. scene where lucas like trained rock so people can get out of the cave and, and, and even before that like the way when luke was training her and he was like um like what reach out with your feelings what do you see and she's like i feel the island <laughs> yeah like and she's she like swats her hand yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a great scene by the way but like she's uh <laughs> So she's like uh i feel like the island and light and dark and balance you know i feel all these things like she's yeah. feeling the it's not shooting lightning out of the sky like to me where her character falls off is like david said in the third movie in, in episode nine i i loved her character arc up until that point um but yeah i, I and some of her comments marcia's comments about like han so I, I go back and forth with them killing han so like to me, it's a great moment for Kylo's character and for Han's character. Like, I think it's a great moment between those two. Um, but like, I also think it is a bit of a mistake that we never saw the big three, like Leia, Luke and Han together again. Like we mm -hmm. never saw those three together again. And big four and Chewie and, and Chewie. Yeah. Yeah. We never saw those people again uh, because like, obviously Han dies in, in episode seven and unfortunately carrie fisher passed away for real in um before episode nine could even come out you know um so you know it's it's tough to do that but i think it was a mistake that up until the first two movies they didn't have a scene together you know all three of them so i think that's i kind of agree with her there on the killian Han Solo, but i think it was great for both of their characters um, it's just it, you okay. know like and this is not she didn't really mention this but 
you know, it's kind of with the Han Solo thing. It's one of the problems mm-hmm. I had. It's like we're gonna kill Han. Well, not really because he's gonna show up again. We're gonna kill Chewie. Well, not really because he's not actually dead. We're yeah. gonna kill Kylo, but actually he's coming back. We're gonna yeah. kill Ray, but actually she's coming back. Yeah, Palpatine's been dead forever. Actually, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, dude, what? Yeah, the the third movie. There's like no consequences. Yes, yeah, it's and I was a big fan of the sequels until like. And I still am, but the third movie, I, I don't know. The th- episode nine, like, ruins a lot for me. So I I, I don't agree with her comments yeah. all the way, but I understand where they're coming from. But I think her comments are more with the sequel trilogy as a whole in general. And I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I do wish they told a different story, though. Like, I don't think we needed to see Empire versus Rebels. As much as I love... The Last Jedi, and I really like Force Awakens. I don't think Empires versus Rebels was necessary again. So, to me, I don't have a problem with Kathleen Kennedy so much as I do J.J. F***ing Abrams. Uh, you know, the, the, movies that, the movies that he directed and wrote were the f***ing awful ones. But, um, I mean, who hired him? But, Kathleen Kennedy. Well, I, yeah, I know. I it's know. like you get, mad at, you get mad at like Jason Garrett with the Cowboys, but who hired him? <laughs> like, who, who kept okay. him in there? <laughs> I was also mad at Terry for keeping him for a yeah. goddamn decade. Yeah, that's that, a different pod. Yeah, but, that, uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's part of the problem. I say the third movie almost ruined – I know we're, we're supposed to talk about the sequels, I think. Mm-hmm. But the third movie almost ruins the whole thing because it's like – it's like for me, it's almost like you, you you're reading a book and you know the ending is gonna suck. Yes, I don't want to read the book. No. You know, yeah. If a, uh, if an ending sucks, it, it it really undoes a lot of your yeah. love for the rest of it. Like, yeah, it, it really kills the joy. With more and more Star Wars properties coming out that have been really good. You mm-hmm. know, like the Mandalorian and stuff. It just makes me want to watch the sequels less and less, man. Because yeah. that third movie just oh my yeah, god, I, yeah, I, I'm I, not a fan at there's all. There's not like one good thing about that movie that I like. <laughs> Babu Freak, of, wait, Babu Freak, that. like yeah, yeah, yeah Babu yeah, Freak. Yeah, uh, a couple of notes about that. So, like, first of all, like you were talking about Josh, how it's like everyone questions where Ray's powers came from and why she's so strong. Yet, mm-hmm. why the is Palpatine so strong? Where are all his powers? That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, no, nothing. Like, like, and I saw somebody mention on Twitter, like, uh, y'all know the original trilogy didn't mention, like, Luke is the only one, like, no one cares where Yoda or Obi-Wan or Vader even got his powers (laughs) or Palpatine. Like, no, none of that mattered until, like, Rey came along. I don't know where that came from. Like, why is everybody so mad that she's powerful? Like, we didn't. But especially for Palpatine to be, like, the most, like, powerful, like, being in a universe except for i guess ray because she beat him but like there's no explanation of that he's like a he's like a politician who's yeah. secretly a sith and yeah, the <laughs> only like explanation no is that like he was darth plagueis's apprentice pretty much and like but everybody was somebody's apprentice so like <laughs> like like so it, i don't i don't know where that came from like if anything, uh, Darth Vader should have been that strong because he was the chosen one and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, he him. was, but, like, nobody's like, who, how, how was Shmi Skywalker that powerful? Like, how was Anakin that? Yeah. But, like, what the hell? Like, what the, f- like, why is this a thing? Like, I even with Marsha, and I, I feel like Marsha Lucas, like, would know more about Star Wars than just about anybody. Like, she was married to George Lucas, you know, friend of the show, but. Oh, I'm sure she uh, knows so much. I know she knows so much about Star Wars. She's <laughs> sick of it yeah yeah exactly yeah but (laughs) like (laughs) but like i i don't understand why even she is like uh you know why is uh, you know where did ray come from like why does that matter but uh, hunter were you about to say something uh no i was just gonna just briefly talk about her comments i don't kind of like y'all have already said uh the first two movies in the sequel in my opinion were good I don't see how she can really hate the storyline for the first one because it was a carbon copy of the uh, the original Star Wars movie. Yeah, maybe that's uh, what she doesn't so like. Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, she didn't say specifically like, she didn't like that movie. But no, but she, she did. She doesn't like the storylines. Yeah. And she said yeah. she didn't like like them getting rid of Han and stuff like that. But her comments yeah. make it sound like she didn't like any of it. <laughs> I think it's yeah, safe yeah, to say yeah. she didn't like any of it. It's probably true. Yeah. No. Um, but oh, go ahead. originally I agreed with her about it because I guess my mind just immediately went to uh, the movie we don't talk about. Um, <laughs> we but didn't talk like, about it. You can say it. 
like that movie was just so bad and it really does just ruin the sequels for me uh-huh. uh the episode seven was eh for me but i really liked the last jedi but then cool last jedi or not the last jedi um the rise of skywalker just no no um, i completely would agree with her about the about episode nine the first comment under uh her comments is somebody said we don't know how she got jedi powers come on now there's legit criticism for the sequel trilogy but that isn't it (laughs) like that's what that's what my thing like i don't understand the like factuation of where she got her powers from like where does any jedi get their powers from nobody freaking knows like just being force sensitive doesn't mean you're a Jedi. Those two things also aren't that, necessarily yeah. like she like really you didn't can have force she, and not be a, obviously like the Sith. Yeah, know, like, like she not, didn't. You don't have to be a Jedi. Yeah, she didn't really become a Jedi really until like uh, we hate, but like she really didn't become a Jedi until um, the rise of Skywalker. Like when she was until Luke trained her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until like after Luke trained her, he says like the movie ends with him saying like, and I will not be the last Jedi. Like. That's not the only reason she's like a Jedi. It's like a title. Like you have to be formally trained to be, you know, a Jedi yeah. just because you're force sensitive doesn't make you one, you know, but um, yeah, Jedi is a, a fellowship. And I guess yeah, exactly. They call it, they call it. Yeah, a it's a religion. No, it, 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 exactly. It is like an ancient religion. That's so, but yeah. I, so I, just because you have the force does, or you're good at the force doesn't mean you're a Jedi. That's, yeah. It's just, you don't have Jedi powers. Yeah, just connected to the force. Yeah, so I I don't understand everybody's problem with that. But um, another thing we were talking about, like off air, um, Cody, me and you were talking about kind of uh, or Bodie. Oh, sorry, didn't mean to use your government. I know uh, that sounded so weird. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to use your government like that. Uh, I'll I'll beat that out. Say, uh, <laughs> we were talking about, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, we were talking off air about kind of the sequ- uh not the sequels, the prequel trilogy uh, a little bit. And uh, I was saying how I, cause you guys, we're, we're all big fans of like Revenge of the Sith, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. For a lot of us, it was the first, I think for me and Hunter, at least it was the first Star Wars movie we saw in theater. So um, we're all obviously big fans of Revenge of the Sith, but I am a little bit, less of a i don't know if i'm a little bit less of a fan than you guys i just maybe don't think it's as good as you guys uh do you need to leave <laughs> I, don't, so, I don't know okay go ahead. we were talking about hayden christensen's acting yeah yeah ex- exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just don't i i just don't think the acting was very and to be fair like i said it wasn't just him i don't think any of the acting in the movie is very good besides maybe like ian mcdermott Palpatine and and Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan Obi Wan like that's that's about the only ones who I was like damn they did a really good job everybody else was like ugh but I don't really blame the actors on that I I really think it's more of like George Lucas's directing and writing for that movie but well and that movie more than the other movies I, I was gonna sound silly because we're talking about space wizards but <laughs> that movie more than the other ones kind of had a like sci fi feel to it like with how the acting was and stuff like it's not about the acting it's about the action and um you know the storyline um my only thought is so like (laughs) um i don't know we know how i feel about uh uh, i'm blank on her name um natalie padme yeah, Natalie Portman. We all know how I feel about Natalie Portman. No good. But like her, her acting is like not great in the movie. No, she's I, just pretty and yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like they have all these Academy Award winning actors. Like they have Ewan McGregor, they have Natalie Portman, Samuel L. Jackson, Christopher Lee's in the movie. Like phenomenal actors and no one really besides like maybe like I said Ian McDermott and Ewan McGregor. No one was like damn, they bodied that role. Like, they killed that. Like, that was a great performance. I don't really... And I can, in the sequel trilogy, I can think of performances where I was like, God bless. Like, they killed that. And I don't really get that from the prequels. So, what what I was telling you was, like, so we were talking about Hayden Christensen specifically for that Mm -hmm. first anyways. Yeah. And, like, most of the acting in the movie, yeah, he's kind of... Hmm. But like whenever it comes to like the really dramatic parts and stuff like that, when he's acting like a guy who's breaking and like he can't take this, shit, 
anymore and like he's been lied to enough and he doesn't know who to trust. I think he did a good job in those parts. Like he did a really good job to me anyways and like looking like somebody who was breaking down, acting like somebody who was breaking down and like especially in the end when they get to Mustafar and all that kind of stuff like you know, he's so he's had enough and uh, you know, he even wants to kill Obi-Wan. Like I thought he did a good job in those parts but like most of the like the the more boring scenes and stuff. You know, I don't like Sam. Was that that movie? I don't like Sam. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's episode two. Okay. I mean, I kind of <laughs> agree with you, but like even at the end, like in the Mustafar, he's like, don't make me kill you. Like, uh, you underestimate <laughs> my writing. power. Yeah, I mean, that, that, don't make me kill you. Don't make me kill you is not bad writing. I, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's, I don't know. That, you underestimate my power is like the worst line in <laughs> somehow Palpatine's return. Yeah, or, or that, my bo- that scene is awesome. <laughs> no, but, I love that scene. But I, I, I mean, scene. even then, like Obi Wan to me, like I, I, in, when I watch that scene, I'm like, damn, you and McGregor is acting circles around. Um, Hayden He's Christensen. That's you and McGregor. Yeah, that, yeah that, that, but that's what's going. McGregor. That's what's going through my head. I'm like, you and McGregor is acting circles around Hayden Christensen as, as right good now. As, as good as uh, I thought Hayden was, at, like the breaking down and like losing his. Sh- yeah. You uh, and McGregor was a thousand times better at like, are you f-ing kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was so much better at that. Well, I get that. No, I agree. But I, I do think I, Hayden I, did well in those scenes where he was losing his f-ing sh- and had to. <laughs> handle it how I mean, he we, thought he had to handle it i talked about it a little before and i guess what sucked for me for the prequels is that it just like the the script itself is like pretty decent you know like the storyline the storyline is you know episode the storyline between episode one and three the story it's trying to tell at least mm-hmm. in, in my opinion that's no, great. Better than the story that was. Yeah, episode three is my favorite plot of it. That was movies. told in the sequels. I'll you know? agree with that. Because, I think the story is better. Yeah, yes, yeah. because because it's so cool. You know, because mm-hmm. it's like you, you see the Jedi as they fall in. You, you know, you see a lot of the politics. You see a lot of you see a lot of like everything that you want to see in Star Wars, and it feels really open as well. Because one of my biggest things with the sequels is that, especially the Last Jedi. Uh, Last Jedi a little bit, but especially uh, the third movie, they all feel so closed off. Like, you don't even feel like it's a movie about the galaxy, you know? That is true. It does feel like a little pocket. You know what I'm saying? So so it kind of sucks because it's like the sequels have, like, when when you look at it as what makes a movie good, the movies are definitely better, right? Yeah. Because, like, the cinematography is better. The acting's better, like a hundred times. Yeah, but when it comes to the story and the script, you know, I almost I I like the story it's trying to tell better in the prequels. I do I do agree with that, and like even like you said, the fall of the Jedi, even more, like even more specific, the fall of a Jedi that you see as a nine year old kid, and you see like an innocent nine year old kid, and then you see him turn to the dark side, like. That's still like it's a tra- the tragedy of Darth Vader, essentially, which is, that story is great. I agree with you. I like the story of the prequels more than the sequels. But when I think of when I think of like The Last Jedi and the acting that I saw in that movie, I mean, I think The Last Jedi is Mark Hamill's best performance like ever, like in anything. But like, acting always gets better. I mean, if you watch a movie now versus 1985, like it's obviously way better okay like, but that acting like is, acting is always improving you're i mean you're from the 30s like you know, those guys suck i, <laughs> I would just say like i would just say they uh, they do they use a lot more cuts and stuff like that which helps um which can help like the acting and stuff like that but i mean 2005 like for revenge of the sith when that came out they, i mean like Lord of the Rings to me has some of the best yeah, acting and that came out like 2001. Yeah, yeah, like but but um no no no, but like I, I think Mark Hamill's best performance like of all time is in The Last Jedi. I think Adam Driver was so good in The Last Jedi and that I just hate like I think of like if Adam Driver had a been and I know y'all love Hayden Christensen, but I'm just think thinking like theoretically if Adam Driver had a been Anakin and like it was directed by Ryan Johnson and not George Lucas. Like he would have bodied that role. I'm sorry, okay. but he, like he would have bodied that. About that. 
that is gas. That would have been really cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he would have bodied that. All, so and I actually, I meant to say this earlier, but I was thinking about this when we were talking about the other night. Hayden's acting reminds me of lot, a lot of, uh, of Mark Hamill's acting in the original trilogy, where it's yeah. like he delivers lines almost in a cheesy way. Most of the movie. Yeah. Uh, you and know, George Lucas wanted it that right. He wanted it that yeah. way. So like, I, I can't so I think entirely blame him. Yeah. He was a bad, I don't think he was a bad actor or he acted poorly. I think he acted like how they wanted him to act or how he was supposed to act to be like Luke Skywalker's father and be, yeah. they were supposed to kind of, mirror each other to a point until it splits you know? yeah and, and i and i i totally agree with that but i just i the ending scene like on mustafar i'm thinking <laughs> i'm thinking about like you and mcgregor is like you were my brother and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and even natalie, like, yeah and even natalie portman was like i thought did really good she was <laughs> in that scene you know she was like you're breaking my heart literally right yeah. now and, and yeah. And he's like, you underestimate my power. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. It, I, Anytime I, he mentions his power, like when he's like, oh, <laughs> or the doubles is the last. I'm like, shut the f- Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say one of the best moments, I think, for him in that movie, like acting wise, was a moment that actually had no dialogue. And it's when he's about to go confront Palpatine, like, uh, Mason, the Jedi, are going to confront Palpatine, and Anakin's like deciding what to do. And, it's like a silent scene. There's like no sound except for like the score that's going on. And it's like him and not and Padme are across the city from each other. They can't see each other, but they can like feel each other's like they can like feel each other thinking about each other. And like and again, like he has the single tear down his cheek and like he yeah. knows he's about to up. like i yeah. that I, that scene to me is like one of the best he's ever done. There wasn't even any dialogue in it. So So I, none of you guys watch the show Scrubs, right? I don't know. So I was I listened to their podcast, uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison, uh, mm-hmm. uh, friends of the show, um, and they were talking about a scene in their show, which I won't break the whole thing down because nobody gives a shit. But it's like one of the most acclaimed actors on there, John C. McGinley, if y'all know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, he was huge in that show, and he has his uh, dialogue is as good as anybody in any TV show ever, and the way he acts out his lines and stuff like he's not just saying it but it's like physically and yada yada yeah and they were talking the other day about how his best scene in the whole series is a scene where he's getting kind of chewed up by somebody else that's you know calling him out for what an asshole he is and stuff and he doesn't yeah. say a whole uh, a line the entire uh, entire scene he doesn't say a line and they were like that's his best acting job he's ever done and like sometimes acting is more about like listening or you know, acting, how you live real life. You're not always speaking. It mostly is like the body language and like the facial emotion in, in acting to me is what's the best, you know, the dialogue is secondary uh, when it comes to that. But like, that's what I'm saying. So I feel like it was there for Hayden. It just, and I, like I said, it's probably more on George Lucas's directing than it is on Hayden's acting. But like I said, it's there, like in that scene, like you can feel it. Like you're like, please don't like, please, like in the audience, you're like, please don't, please don't do this. And like, even him, like you can feel him saying to himself, like, please don't do this. And he can't help it. Like he can't help it. And then that's like, that's where the fall starts, you know? So no, that's what, that's what I've always loved about it too. It's like, you know, he didn't want to do the stuff he was doing, No, yeah. but he just did it. He had, it felt like he had to or whatever. Uh, you know, like that's, I've always tried to watch that movie as like, pretend you didn't know Anakin Skywalker turns into Darth Vader. Like pretend you didn't already know that going in. Yeah. How much that would like break your heart as a fan at the end. Like what? He's Darth Vader. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. The most evil person to ever exist. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so true. But, um, no, yeah. I mean, so I uh, go back to like the original, I, I do agree with David. I think I, I do enjoy the storyline of the, prequels a lot more than the sequels which is a little unfair because the prequels is like the climax of star wars essentially like you know one of the most pivotal points in like star wars history is the prequels you know the clone wars and then anakin turning to the dark side so it's a little unfair you know but i i do enjoy that storyline more than i do the sequels but even though i love most of those movies yeah i like seven and eight hmm more than I like one and two. Yeah. Um, and eight, I love eight, and you know I love episode three. Yep. But episode nine makes the sequel so. I, sh- 
it's it's cool it's it's fun it's 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 an interesting contrast because like you said like even episodes one and two i don't dislike i don't think they're very good but i don't dislike them but it ends very strongly like you do nine yeah yeah i like yeah i hate nine like there's, there's no getting around it like i hate nine and that it's very hard to like go back and watch all of like seven and eight when i know nine is there and i know what happens afterwards Whereas in the prequels, I, it gets better as it goes along, you know, like it ends very strongly. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard for me. Like if I, I no one asked if I had to pick, but if I did have to pick, I, it'd be tough for me to make the decision just because of that but aspect. I will say I'd rather have a really good ending and a start than like a decent start, good middle and then just god awful in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's uh, probably true. me too, but I, yeah, that's I don't true. know. I can't take that's away the last the, Jedi though. Be better. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take away the last Jedi though. I I don't know. Like I I can't take away the last Jedi, but um Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's <sighs> Did you So guys... that's, that's what I was saying. Like I would it's Go. hard for me. It's hard for me to say I have uh, would take the prequel trilogy over anything because especially I've I've learned to like them more. Mm-hmm. But when I first saw episode one and two, I was like, "What is this? Shit? Like, I don't want to watch this." <laughs> and then, <laughs> I loved episode three, and then seven was good. You know, whatever it was, Star Wars, yeah. and then eight was phenomenal. Yeah, but then nine just like brought the whole mood down. So I it's know like, it I undoes so negative, much. Their negative rating, yeah. you're rating them as as trilogies. Nine's negative rating brings down the whole thing so much more. I didn't hate one and two like I hated nine. Like yeah. they were just tolerable. Nine yeah. is not even tolerable. <laughs> I've watched it. I watched it in theaters and I've watched it once since then. I couldn't even make it. Yeah, the that, 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 that's like the best way to explain it. Like I, I've rewatched episodes one and two, even though I don't think they're great movies. I still really like them. I've watched rewatched episodes one and two countless times. I've seen episode nine once, like in theaters, and that was enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> don't bother watching it again yeah. i swear to god it doesn't get better <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was it for me yeah yeah that was it for me for uh episode nine but um do you guys have... watching my my roommate he kept getting sick of me just being like every time they would say something like, like, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was me in the theater as soon as as soon as it started and it said the dead speak i went oh yeah. god like I, me dude i'm telling you there were other parts <laughs> that <laughs> Dude, I knew I knew Palpatine was coming back already because that was kind of spoiled for us. But I thought he was coming uh, back like as a Force ghost or like a Sith ghost or something. Not like no he, oh he's he, alive. No like, matter how he came back, I mean I've told you this before. I, I've actually kind of turned on this a little bit, mm. but I never loved Palpatine that much to begin with. I mm. I've learned to appreciate his character more as time has gone on, but he wasn't like the coolest villain in my head. And I was like, you're gonna bring back Palpatine. <laughs> but to me, like I said, it was like Chewie's dead. Oh no, he's not. Yeah. Uh, Kylo's dead. No, he's not. Ray's dead. No, she's not. <laughs> I was like, and oh, that's like, that's everything. another thing about like, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so much about that movie. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna. You did it. As soon as I thought I was I out, they dragged me right back in. <laughs> I like so much about that movie undoes the importance of so much in Star Wars because here's the thing, like. In a movie about in a, like Star Wars is obviously about space wizards and like that, so it's already like a fantastical, ludicrous idea. So you have to taper down like the fantastic things that can happen in the movie, you know. So when you have a movie like Episode Nine that has like a hundred battleships that can all destroy a planet, but you the original trilogy was about the Empire having this Death Star that this singular thing that could destroy a planet. So you've already dumbed down the importance of the Death Star when you do that. If you make a movie about, like, if you make another movie about planets being destroyed, like, it has to be about that, you know? Like, it has to be about that. But same thing with, you know, bringing people back to life. Like, all of a sudden, like, Ray can heal people and bring them back from the dead, and Kylo does the same thing and stuff, and like, that's why Anakin turned to the dark side. Like, if you're going to introduce these powers that were so important before, the movie has to be about them learning these powers and about these powers. It can't just be, like, one aspect of the movie. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I like so already when you do stuff like that, like, it already takes me out of the movie. 
So, yeah, I but yeah, yeah what he said. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I super. Yeah, I, I super don't, agree. I don't want to talk about that anymore. But like, do you guys have <laughs> you guys have anything else y'all want to add before we close out? Oh my god, I have f-ing so much else. <laughs> let it go. We'll let it go. <laughs> my mental health no (laughs) (laughs) all right well that's all the time uh we got for today um i had fun talking some star it's been a while since we got into some uh deep nerdy star wars stuff star wars stuff to come out we do uh no offense to the bad bad we need something else coming out that star wars vision the anime series about to come out i didn't love that trailer but i'm still gonna watch it see how it uh i think it'll be cool i I do think it'll be cool it's way way different than what we're used to i don't i'm not a big fan we got boba fett in december that's true that's true uh book of boba fett comes out in december yeah that's like Uh, two years from now (laughs) Uh, I know Hunter's a big anime fan, so maybe uh, this will be a good chance for me to get into some anime stuff. Um, Hell yeah. But uh, Bodie, where can give the people what they want? Where can people find you at? Hey, it's Cody S. Williams on Twitter. And be on the lookout for that Fan Wars Twitter page. It's almost done. I've like one oh, more thing God. and it's done. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. What David, where can people find you at? Ignoring that. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at David Hidalgo 44. And Hunter, where can people find you at? You can find me on Instagram at uh, Hunter underscore Holmes 10. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the great Josh B. Send us your comments, questions, concerns. Keep your hate mail and the drafts this week. Uh, the Ravens yeah, won. Everybody's yeah. The Ravens won. Be happy. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, send us your uh, comments, questions, concerns. Any topics you'd like us to discuss, or any games you'd like us to play. Uh, maybe we'll get into some more, uh, some more out of context Twitter. I don't know. That's. Uh, Oh God! Those are good episodes, but uh, <laughs> that's all the time we have for today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to episode forty-one of the Fan Wars podcast. We'll see you all in a couple weeks. Have some fast.